Okay, so for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Holly Anderson. Um, I'm the PGY-1 pharmacy resident, so I'm doing my last rotation here in the emergency department. And so for tonight's Medical Minute, I was just going to talk about really recognizing the difference between um, something called asymptomatic bacteria or ASB versus a true urinary tract infection or UTIs. Um, the reason why this came up has been from a couple case patients that we found who have actually presented to the emergency department for other reasons and then been put on antibiotics based on one um, positive UA that's grossly positive to the eye. Um, and then they end up being left on antibiotics all the way throughout their stay. So briefly to just talk about it a little bit, ASB is defined as an individual that has a bacterial count of greater than or equal to 100,000 in their UA. Um, it can also have pyuria present, which would be white blood cell counts or leukocytesterase in the urine um, upon doing the UA as well as a few other things that can be present. But the big difference with these individuals is they likely present for another reason to the emergency department. And then with the UAs being on the order set, they'll get that obtained. And with it being positive, we'll note that there's bacteria and potentially white counts in the urine. But this doesn't necessarily mean that they have a urinary tract infection. And so really what these patients come in with is something else, but they don't have any localizing urinary symptoms, which is really what's important. And I'll go over a little bit of an algorithm at the end on how we really identify these patients. Um, so it's really common, especially in the elderly individuals, to be actually colonized um, intermittently with bacteria in their urine. Even the individuals that come over from um, facility hospitals like Craig that have spinal cord injuries or potentially um, permanent indwelling catheters, they commonly will actually be colonized. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they have a true urinary tract infection. And then the prevalence goes up as they get older, almost up to 100% um, positive presence of ASB in the urine for patients with a long-term indwelling catheter. And so I wanted to go over the algorithm and then just talk to you a little bit about one of the cases we had um, as a good example. And so when these individuals present to the emergency department, if you're suspecting a UTI, you should really be looking at two main questions. Um, the first one would be, does this patient have any localizing UTI symptoms? So that would be kind of the classic lower cystitis symptoms like suprapubic pain, dysuria, hematuria, um, pain, frequency, urgency, those types of things. Of course, if it was more suspected of pyelonephritis, you'd be looking for CVA, tenderness, and pain, um, as well as any systemic signs or symptoms like an elevated white count or fever. If the answer is no, we really should not be sending a UA or a urine culture. If the answer is yes, then we next would want to look at if a non-UTI diagnosis could likely account for these symptoms. Um, so looking at other alternative possibilities for infection. If the answer is yes, we would want to definitely look up that alternative cause. Um, and if it is no, then, then it would be appropriate to send the UA and the urine culture for testing. And then start the patient on empiric antibiotics. And then the most important thing is following up at 48 hours to determine if the patient truly needs these antibiotics or not. Um, so just quickly to give you a brief case before we wrap up, there was an individual that was an 86-year-old female, and she actually presented to the emergency department with uncontrolled AFib. So her heart rate was in the 130s, um, semi-borderline low blood pressure, no fever, no white count. Um, she did have a low digoxin level, so it was very explained as to why she presented with this presentation. But unfortunately, a UA was sent, um, and it was grossly positive, and so they ended up getting a urine culture and starting her on three days of IV antibiotics and sent her to the floor. Following this, she ended up getting four days of oral antibiotics in the hospital for a total of seven an antibiotic days in the hospital before getting discharged with three more days. Um, just for uncontrolled atrial fibrillation, she never had an elevated white count, never had a fever, and her culture came back with mixed flora. 
Um, and then we had called the provider three times to try and de-escalate to no avail or success. And so I think this is a good example of really being able to recognize in that algorithm which patients are appropriate or not, um, and being able to flag the provider if you don't think it's a true UTI so that we can avoid unnecessary antibiotic use and hopefully be better stewards um, before they get transferred up to the floor. Yeah, thank you.